right, how we doing, folks? Skippy here with, uh... Well, this is going to be a bit of a special. Uh, well, at least in one regard, because I'm actually unable to sleep right now, and uh, something keeps popping around in my mind. So I'm ruminating on something that happened yesterday, and I want to share it with you, because many of you probably didn't see or hear it, hear about it, and uh, I would love, I'd love for my listeners to drop me a line if they happen to know more information than I do. Um, I'm not saying that I'm the be-all and end-all of human existence when it comes to news, uh, I don't, I don't have access to everything that some might, so if you have more information on this, please let me know. But if you don't, and you want to share what your theory might be, I welcome it. Now, if it's going to be rude and considerate, uh, kindly shine it and shove it, okay? Now, last night was about... 9.15 my time. And uh, I was I was here uh, flipping through Twitter and I saw this thing uh, on Twitter where there was a live car chase going on in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, KTLA had put Sky 5 in the air. Now I'm not from the Los Angeles area. Uh, never actually been to Los Angeles. I do have a lot of friends in the media there, so if any of you are listening, I would love, absolutely love, to have your input. If you happen to have connections, if you can tell me something, that'd be great. But they, there was a car chase going on in the San Fernando Valley. It was going from San Fernando, there was Pacoima, there was uh, Burbank, um, Glendale. The, this car chase went on for two hours. Now, now I know in 2021 you're desensitized, probably, especially in L.A. with car chases. Uh, you know, at the very least... They've become more and more commonplace since O.J. Simpson in 95. But um, this was no ordinary car chase. You see, this, this car thief had stolen a black Audi. Good-looking car. Good-looking car. No explanation of where he stole it from, but apparently it was... It was some, you know, private owner's car, but they weren't at home, from what I understand. They were somewhere else. Now pay attention, because that little nugget comes in later. So they steal the car, and the police go on the chase. This car thief has a, has a passenger. At some point... The passenger is no longer in the car. How this happens, where it happens, why it happens, 
who this person was, were they kidnapped, were they an associate? Don't know. Don't know because no information really explains it. But they say that that person had been arrested or at the very least detained. Okay? Now, I will I will diverge from this story for this thought. If you got that passenger, first of all, you're going to figure out were they uh, kidnapped or were they an associate, right? You would figure that part out. Then you would ask everything you could possibly know about this driver, who they are, are they high, are they angry about something, are they depressed about something, are they armed, would be an appropriate thing to ask. What is their goal? Where might they go? You, you, would, you would really want to understand from this passenger what the driver is like, right? Now, I'm told that they, they were doing something like that. But again, let's drop a pin in it. Because here's this driver, and now he's lost his passenger again. Don't know what happened. They hopped out of the car. They were forced out of the car. They stopped, dropped, and rolled out of the car. He told them to get out, whatever it may have been. This, this driver is now alone in this blackout. And he is going through residential areas. He's on highways. He's on side streets. He's in back alleys. He's going through... Uh, uh, mini mall parking lots, little strip mall parking lots. And he's obeying virtually every traffic law along the way. Except stop signs, and obviously he's not pulling over for the cops, and he's in a stolen car. But he's obeying lights, he's allowing pedestrians to go by, he's generally obeying speed limits, except when the cops tried the quote-unquote pit maneuver, in other words, tried to turn him like it was NASCAR, then all of a sudden he would, he would rabbit a little bit and take off. But um, he went down a cul-de-sac. He went down a dead-end street that ended in a cul-de-sac, very nice-looking houses, from what I can tell. And this man was allowed it to go into the cul-de-sac, turn around, and come back out. And there were at least a half-dozen police cars right behind him. They did not stop it. They did not stop this man. They could have cut him off in the cul-de-sac. Now, now, this is where... Maybe the passenger said he's armed. Okay? Maybe he's armed. Maybe they're worried he's going to go berserk in this cul-de-sac. There might be there might be some uh, civilians there. Okay. Okay. I get that. Sure. I don't like it, but I get it. Otherwise, I would have I would have cut it off. And said, "Now where are you going to go, Cochise?" So they must have they must have been told he's armed or he's, or he's got some sort of explosive something. 
Because otherwise, why are they going to be afraid? Why wouldn't they cut him off right there? But they let him go. And he keeps bobbing and weaving and going up and down streets and alleys and through parking lots. And they're not stopping him. He just keeps right on going. He, he stops at red lights in regular traffic. Nobody, nobody is brave enough to throw it in park in front of him and say, deal with it. Nope. Nope. They just keep right on going. But he stops at lights. He allows pedestrians to go by. Now, one point, one point, a large man with his camera phone comes to the passenger side of the car, slaps on the hood. He's giving him a thumbs up. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Recording him. Really excited to see this driver. Now, you can argue maybe this person's just sick in the head. They see this driver. He's getting over on the cops, maybe. Okay. Why does it, why does it cross my mind that this driver isn't as they seem. Now, the, the light changes and the man takes off. The, the, the car thief takes off. The fat guy goes back to his, his, his uh, sidewalk and the Sky 5 helicopter guy says, well, uh, they've detained that man. And I said, <laughs> really? Really? They think he might be involved? No, I don't think he's involved. I think he, he was really fascinated by this driver. So he's driving and he's driving and he's driving. And nobody's stopping him. The, they keep uh, backing off. The police cars are backing off so far that, that Sky 5 backs out like they... they pan out on their cameras to look for for uh, other cop cars and sometimes there are none in sight and they go well they're in tracking mode they're tracking mode it goes on for two hours they use stop sticks finally they use the stop strips on this guy three times the first time the Sky 5 guy says, well, that's it. He ran over the, the strips any minute now. Nothing happens. And he says, well, they might be run flat tires. So then they try it again. And he says, aha, they ran over. He ran over them again. Surely this will this will finish it off. No, no, that didn't happen. So now here comes a third time. And this time he zooms in on the police officer and the police officer successfully got all four wheels. He says, yes, I can confirm from here, he got all four wheels. The man just keeps right on driving. And the man keeps driving and driving and driving and driving and driving. And finally, the tires begin to come off. He's fishtailing all over the road, nearly into the other lane, nearly into the other cars, nearly onto the sidewalk, nearly into a pole, nearly into a tree. And he just keeps on wobbling on down the road. And finally, all four tires come off. Now he's riding on the rims. And 
he he's cruising along on the rims and they say any minute now any minute now they will start sparking and and the sky five man is very fond of let's see what happens let's see what happens let's see what happens all right so he's now riding around on the rims and he's trying to stop at stoplights and you see the sparks fly and smoke come up because he's attempting to stop on rims. He's still obeying traffic laws on rims. So you have to know he's well aware by now that he's stolen a car. He's well aware that police have been in hot pursuit. He's well aware that they want him to stop. And the police are very well aware he has no intention of stopping. And yet, they keep this hands-off approach. Like, how dare we stop this man? Now, the Sky 5, he says, well, they're, they're worried if they do the pit maneuver in just the wrong spot. Maybe they're, they're going too fast. Maybe they're going too slow. Maybe it's in heavy traffic. Maybe there's somebody on the sidewalk or in their front yard, and we 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 wouldn't want any civilians, any innocents to get hurt. Okay. But I would suggest that he was obeying every traffic law, except for stop signs and not stopping for the police. And he did indeed break the speed limit when they tried to turn him like it was a NASCAR race. But it wasn't until they kept using those stop strips on him that he started driving erratically. And I would say that those stop strips were what put him and everyone else in the most danger. But alas, finally... He gives up. He, he goes to a stop at a stoplight. Once again, he's surrounded by cars. And you have to be wondering, at this point, aren't people aware of what's going on? Why aren't people just throwing it in park and say, do something about it, Bubba? But no, no, no. They just keep right on driving. They all drive away. Sky 5 says, well, these drivers are trying to get away from him. Is that it? Is that it? Hmm. So, he's sitting at this light. He's just stopped in place. Now, police catch up to him. The same police that were standoffish are now at a red light with him, and they're right behind him. He's not moving. And then... Police block off the ricks of the intersection. He doesn't move. He doesn't make any gestures like he's going to get out of the car. Nothing. Here comes this big, uh, I guess, SWAT vehicle. Swoops in. It parks right in front of him. There's a cop car behind him. He can't go anywhere in that car. He has no choice now. It's going to have to be on foot. He doesn't budge. But neither do the police. For over 10 minutes, nothing. And then all of a the sudden, then all of a sudden, somebody fires a beanbag round through the back window. 
doesn't strike him, doesn't do anything, just fires that beanbag round, and then more silence, more nothing. It's, it's getting a little curious. I mean, you can see people gathering on the sidewalks. And then all of a sudden, every helicopter, but one of the police helicopters, I think, including Sky 5 from KTLA, left. They picked up and left, and they didn't come back. They did not come back. Not KTLA, not CBS LA, not NBC LA, none of them. Not a single one ever returned to the scene. I know, I checked. Not a single crew, camera crew, showed up to film on the ground. I know, I checked. Not a single curious newspaper reporter or radio reporter showed up. I know, I checked. The only reason we know what happens visually at all is some kid in a caravan with his cell phone camera chases this situation down and stands amongst the crowd on the sidewalk. Now, you listen to the scanner. Nothing seems to be occurring. So I'm watching this kid on YouTube. Now, apparently there's more than one. So if you think that I'm talking about your kid or whatever, I may not be, so hush. This kid is standing on one of the corners, getting a certain view, and he's all live on YouTube with it, and there's a live chat. And the live chat is speculating all sorts of nonsense. Now, in addition, there's also a lot of political and, and nonsense, racial bloviation, and all sorts of stuff that has nothing to do with what's occurring on the screen. But I see... Uh, a famous video game streamer, no names please, and uh, this famous video game streamer uh, was cheering on the car thief. He and his friends were cheering on the car thief, which I thought was a little odd and disturbing. But I'm sitting here watching the YouTube uh, stream on my phone, and I keep checking. I keep checking on Twitter, I keep checking KTLA, I keep checking CBS, I keep checking, and they're saying, oh, yes, yes, we've returned to the scene, and I go back and they haven't returned to the scene. They haven't returned to the scene at all. CBS, I think, I think it was CBS LA. Yes, yes, our our helicopter is back. They weren't. They weren't. And there were none, none of the stations on the ground filming this in any way. Now, if you want to argue that they allowed him out of the cul-de-sac because they were worried he might harm civilians, now he's got nowhere to go. 
and there are civilians everywhere. There's no one but police helicopters and and a couple of kids with their cell phones who are there to witness anything that's going on. This man, if he were truly armed this entire time, he would he would have had cherry picking. All he would have had to all he would have had to do is just shoot out the window, and he would have gotten a few. Even if they got to him, he would have gotten a few because they were everywhere. So suddenly on the scanner, the scanner uh, moved those civilians away from the car. Uh, make sure to move the ones who are filming too, uh, is, is what I'm told. Uh, to paraphrase what was said, Move those people, especially the ones who are filming, away from the car. You can go over there and you can still film through that fence, which uh, at least two that I saw, the one that I was watching and another one, were attempting to do so. So, the cops continue to do nothing. Now, I see a fat man at the, just as Sky 5 left the area, I saw a fat man in a white shirt pacing around. He kind of looked like Kevin James, to be honest with you, pacing and pacing around back and forth right behind the police. And he was on his cell phone. Now I'm assuming that he was attempting to call the 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 car thief and i'm assuming that because the police officers look right at him and they don't stop him they don't tell him to back up they don't tell him to back away nothing now when when they tell the other pedestrians to back away the other pedestrians on this youtube and a couple of other places on twitter they're all speculating. Well, he's he's black. He's on meth. Uh, th that that man, the fat man in the white t-shirt back there behind the police. That's his dad, and his dad is trying to negotiate to get him out of the car. A whole bunch of nonsense. And I say that's nonsense because if that was his dad, again, we would know anything at all about this this person. Now, I recall that while Sky 5 was in the air following him around, they said, you see, down here, the street he's on, that's where the, the car owner lives. Hold on. First of all, don't, as the kids say, dox the car owner. But that's the most personal information about either one of them I've received. We don't hear anything about who the passenger is or, or what their part was. The man, the fat man who came off the, the sidewalk, we don't know who, who he was other than we assume he was a fan. We don't know who the guy, the, the fat guy with the white shirt on who's pacing around with his phone. We don't know who he is. 
and we know nothing about the driver. Nothing. And you're seeing all sorts of speculation. Oh, he's black, he's on meth, he's this, he's that. And it's it's getting very, very curious. This portion of the standoff goes on for another hour and a half. Almost three and a half hours was this car chase and standoff. And the police kept looking incredibly reluctant. And when they started to zoom in on on the driver who had stopped, all of the sudden, all of the media helicopters had to go land for gas. That's what we were told. They all had to go for gas. But they never came back. Never came back. Now, if you were in charge of KTLA or CBS LA or NBC LA or any other news network that was covering this, say CNN, maybe Fox News, maybe MSNBC, a newspaper, a radio station, if you were paying for a helicopter to fly over this man for two hours. And now we were getting to the part where we were going to see this man leave this car and be captured. Wouldn't that be the part you wanted covered? And yet it wasn't. All of those helicopters left and didn't come back one claimed to have, but I never saw another, another second of footage after it left. Not one camera crew or photographer on the ground. So, here it is. We're, we're about three and a half hours into this car chase and standoff. They fire... Uh, what appears to be pepper spray or tear gas. Again, I'm seeing it from a, a camera phone uh, about a block away at this point. They fire in something into the car. He opens his door in an attempt to get some air, and that's when they pull him out of the car. Now, again, I have to emphasize this. We're told it was a him. But even when they pull him out, I don't see what color he is. I can't really tell what height or weight. I can't see the face at all. They drag him off, and that's the last you see of him. Now, it's been over a day since... This car chase and standoff has ended. None, none of the news helicopters returned. None of those news stations followed up. It's, well, they got him out of the car. Okay. Okay. So who was the passenger? Was that passenger kidnapped? Was that passenger involved? If so, how? Why did they get, end up out of the car? 
who was the fat man who come, uh, came off the sidewalk to film? Was it just a fan or was he truly involved? Because you tell us that he was arrested for whatever reason. Then, then there's the fat man that was back behind the cop cars. Who was that? Who was he talking to? And why was he allowed to pace back and forth? If you're so worried that he has a, that he has a gun or a bomb or whatever, that you don't allow him out of that cul-de-sac, what changed that you were comfortable letting letting the officers suddenly use the stop strips three times? The first two times you fail, you might want to change your tactic. No, no, we're going to do a third time. He wasn't driving erratically. He was obeying virtually every traffic law for over two hours other than stop signs and not stopping for the police. And it wasn't until you, you did that to the tires that he nearly killed himself and others. And then, then you're willing to get close, but you still stand off. You mean you can't have SWAT officers approach the car? You mean to tell me that you're going to sit there for another hour and a half? He can't pull forward or back because you've got him surrounded. You fired in a beanbag round, and then you just sit there. He didn't want to get out of the car. Uh-huh. Okay. You didn't ask the passenger or that, that man in the white t-shirt, whoever he may have been, assuming he was somehow related. You didn't ask either of them if he was armed. If he was armed, that becomes a different situation. But then, if you think he's armed, it's amazing that you allow pedestrians to be right there. Oh, we moved him back. Okay, but then I, I, I then come back to... The media is flying overhead, and all of a sudden, when we get to the culmination, when we get to what we've watched for two hours, suddenly they leave and don't come back, and they don't follow up in any other way. They don't follow up with a ground crew. They don't follow up with a, uh, with a separate report. I have no idea who these people were in any way. I have no idea who this driver was. There's no mugshot, there's no, there, there's no story of who this was or why the police were so willing to stand off, why they were so willing to stretch this out across several towns, uh, through several cities and neighborhoods. They, they, how he got the car, who this car belonged to. And, and why Sky 5 was privy to where the person lived, but couldn't tell us a thing about the thief. But, but the passenger is, is there. And, and, and that may or may not be the father. Okay, somebody's got to know who this driver was. And yet nobody says a word. And it's over a day later. So I have to ask, and this is my main ponderance, at well after 1, p, uh, 1 a.m., who was this car thief?
Who was it? And I ask this not because I'm asking for color, because I don't know what color the man was. I'm not asking how wealthy or poor the man was, because I don't know. I don't know if he was high. I don't know if he was drunk. I don't know if he was on meth. I mean, that is an awful interesting car to, uh, to steal. How are you so privy to the owner, the car owner, where the car was stolen from and where the car owner lives, but you know nothing about the passenger, know nothing about the car thief, nothing about the, the man in white pacing behind the cars, know nothing about the man who was detained, who came out and greeted him at a stoplight randomly. After every other car, every other pedestrian ignored this event, one man gets off a sidewalk to come and greet him and film him. I look on in this live chat and, and I see people egging him on. Yeah, yeah, go, baby, go. Who was he? Why were you so willing to stand off? Is he a politician's child? Is he a politician? Rich? Famous? Celebrity? Hmm? These are questions that I am wondering about. Now, maybe I'm off base. Maybe I'm off base. Maybe this is just a poor white guy hyped up on meth. Maybe that really was his dad. Maybe he stole his boss's car. Maybe. But I really doubt it. Especially in L.A. Especially in L.A. Where they tend to be a little weird as a police department. A little weird, a little off. The, the police tend to be. Well, that's a crazy thing to say. I can name several cases. So, why were they standing off? Who is this person that the media doesn't want to show you their face, tell you their name? Who's who? Who are they covering? <laughs> and I and and again, I don't want to have that conspiracy theory tone. But I can't help it. Something that went on for this long, with this many curiosities, this many things that make me wonder just what was going on, and the media doesn't want to follow up. When they're when when the majority of news is just repeating COVID numbers, you have a three-and-a-half-hour car chase, and you don't want to follow up? You don't follow up on the details? You don't want to... You're filming it for two hours, and, and you've paid for two hours of helicopter fuel, and you don't want to finish... The job? You don't send a ground crew to finish the job? Why is no one asking these questions? Why am I hunting and pecking and searching all of the internet and only finding 
random sites that have any amount of information at all, and everything else is regurgitated. It's the same form report that gives so few details, it's like poor resolution on a computer screen. I would love to know. I have people in Los Angeles media. Well, and I have people all over Los Angeles, all over California. Someone, someone is privy to more information than I have. If I'm wrong, set me right. But nevertheless, tell me what you know about the curious car chase. Indeed, the weirdest car chase I've ever seen. Because I can assure you, it wouldn't have happened that way here. Well, I have ranted and raved quite enough tonight. Uh, I think I've successfully talked myself out, but hopefully this one is uh, a coherent thought somewhere in there and uh, that you found it interesting as I did. Uh, I don't have all the facts. I don't have a, a research team. I just have myself and my phone. And so I can research as much as I can with my phone. I have people in Los Angeles and I would love to hear from many of them who have information that can either set me right or prove me right, one or the other. But uh, really, I must get to bed. I have to be up in a short time to work a very long, long, long shift. So I hope that uh, I hope that you all rest well, just as I hope that I get some sleep. Good night, Krista. I love you, sweetheart. And I hope to talk to you again very soon. Da, 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 da. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Da, 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 da. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Da, 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 da. I hate to leave you, but I really must say, oh, good night, sweetheart. Good night.